Andrew's Daily Five. Five. As I walk along, I wonder what went wrong with our love, a love that was so strong. And as I still walk on, I think of the things we've done together. Hey, I'm Andrew. I recently compiled a list of the greatest 100 songs from the 60s. Join me as I count down five songs a day. Let's rock and roll. Welcome to the 60s, guys. The music of this decade revolutionized the world of music in so many ways. The 60s saw the British invasion, the flower power movement, the advent of folk rock, blues rock, psychedelic rock, and many other subgenres of rock. Motown was founded, and R&B and soul music continued to evolve. The world changed so much in the 60s, and the music was a big part of that, often commenting on contemporary issues through its lyrics. John Lennon said, The thing the 60s did was show us the possibilities and the responsibility that we all had. It wasn't the answer, it just gave us a glimpse of that possibility. So, let's count down the greatest 100 songs of the 60s. This list is unlike any other, though. So that you can understand and respect the results, allow me to briefly explain how I got this list. I searched the internet and found 12 different lists of the greatest songs of the 60s. All 12 lists were unique. In fact, there were 439 different songs between the 12 lists. I assigned each song on each list a numerical grade. The number one song received 100 points, the number two song received 99 points, on down to the number 100 song receiving one point. After compiling all 12 lists together in a spreadsheet, I did the math to get a total score for each song, which yields our top 100. I'm excited to share these results with you. The songs that just barely missed the cut will serve as our intro songs for the countdown. If you love the 60s, you are in for a treat. If you don't love the 60s, come back in four weeks for the top 100 songs of the 70s. Or take a listen so that you can understand why so many people love this decade of music. Here we go with number 100, which is I Saw Her Standing There by the Beatles from 1963. Paul was the primary composer of this song, stating later, I had She Was Just 17 and then Never Been a Beauty Queen. When I showed it to John, he screamed with laughter and said, You're joking about that line, aren't you? We came up with You Know What I Mean, which was good, because you didn't know what I meant. In his new book entitled The Lyrics, Paul relayed a story of a time he had been visiting the White House and Jerry Seinfeld had been there too. Jerry said to him, Paul, you know, I've been looking at She Was Just 17, You Know What I Mean, and I'm not sure we do know what you mean, Paul. Here is I Saw Her Standing There. One, two, three, five! Oh, 
Number 99 was I Can't Explain by The Who from 1965. This was the band's second single released and the first under their new name of The Who. Their first single was released under the name The High Numbers. Pete Townsend wrote this song and has since noted the song's similarity to the song All Day and All of the Night by The Kinks, saying, quote, It can't be beat for straightforward kink copying. There was little to say about how I wrote this. It came out of the top of my head when I was 18. Roger Daltrey echoed these comments by saying, The Kinks were probably the biggest influence on us, and Townsend wrote this song not as a direct copy, but certainly it's very derivative of Kinks music. Here is I Can't Explain. is Wild Thing by the Trogs from 1966. This was the Trogs' second single as well. They were introduced to the song by their manager. They considered the song, quote, so weird and unusual that we just had to record it. Owing to a distribution dispute, the song was available on two competing labels. Because both pressings were taken from the same master recording, Billboard combined the sales for both releases, making it the only single to simultaneously reach number one for two companies. Here is Wild Thing. Number 97 is Suzanne by Leonard Cohen from 1967. Canadian Leonard Cohen first published this as a poem in 1966 and then the following year recorded it as his debut single. The lyrics were inspired by his platonic relationship with dancer Suzanne Verdahl. Its lyrics describe the rituals they enjoyed when they met. Suzanne would invite him to visit her apartment by the harbor in Montreal where they would have tea and then walk around the church of Notre Dame des Bons Secours in Old Montreal. Here is Suzanne. Suzanne takes you down to her place near the river You can hear the boats go by, you 
and spend the night beside her and you know that she's half crazy but that's why you wanna be there and she feeds you tea and oranges that come all the way from China and just when you mean to tell her that you have no love to give her then she gets you on her wavelength and she lets the river answer that you've always been her lover and you want to travel with her and you want to travel blind and you know that she will trust you for you've touched her perfect body with your mind And last up for the day, number 96, is You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones from 1969. Mick Jagger had wanted to get a gospel choir for this song, but he said, quote, There wasn't one around at that point. Somebody said that we could get the London Bach Choir, and we said, that'll be a laugh. Each verse captures the essence of the initial optimism and eventual disillusion, followed by the resigned pragmatism of the chorus. One critic elaborated, There's an uplifting and reassuring quality to the melody and performance. This is particularly true of the key lyrical hook, when we are reminded that we can't always get what we want, but we'll get what we need. Episode 1 is in the books. Not a single American musician today. Wow, I can't explain that. Some quick housekeeping from my 50s list. The Week 3 Round 2 winner was Tequila by The Champs. The five winners of Week 4 were Earth Angel, That'll Be the Day, I Walk the Line, Great Balls of Fire, and Johnny Be Good. So two songs from the dance in Back to the Future. There is a link in the show notes to vote for your favorite of those five songs from Week 4, and then we will have our four finalists from the 50s. And for the 60s, if you'd like to, you can vote on your favorite song from today's episode. The link is in the show notes. Each day's winner will move on to Round 2, the five winners of each of the four weeks, and then there will be a final round for the four Round 2 winners to determine the greatest song of the 60s. Also, I will include the 12 lists that I used in the show notes if you are interested. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care. I'm a walk.